back. Welcome back to So Good So Far podcast. I don't know. I feel like we haven't introduced ourselves for a while. I was just thinking that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I'm Jackie. I'm Nicole. Yeah, I feel like our voices are pretty distinct. I know, but literally the other day, listen to this. First, my dad leaves us a four-star review. Then he says, sometimes I can't tell you and Jackie apart on the podcast. (laughs) I was like, okay. You should have just told him it's just you talking to yourself. One time way back, like someone was like, oh, you and Paige, to me, it was like, you and Paige should do a podcast. And I was like, that would be fun, but it would never work. You could never tell our voices apart. Ever. Yeah. Sound very similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was so funny. I was saying something like that to my dad the other day. And he's like, so true. He's like, well, even sometimes I can't tell you and Jackie apart. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> How different do our voices need to be to tell them apart? It's like, actually, maybe the best the best partners are man and woman. So you just can't even. Maybe. Like- yeah. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. Can you tell yeah. our voices apart in the podcast? I guess if they know us for sure. Oh my gosh. Speaking of people who don't know us that are listening to the podcast. Is I, there anyone? Yeah. Well, one person who's really into it and we're going to shout him out because maybe he'll listen to this episode. We love him. It is the host of my personal favorite podcast, Bros Watch PLL 2. And I say that with all seriousness. That is actually my favorite podcast. Like I yes. love- She's mentioned it on the podcast like multiple oh, times. I have mentioned it a lot of times. So I actually found out how he found the podcast. So back like maybe last summer, I posted this screenshot of some texts between Paige and I about Bros Watch PLL 2 and like about how much we listened to it and this kind of like ongoing joke on, on the podcast. And I tagged them and I was like, I don't know, something like I listened to this so much, something. And I don't tweet that often. So like all my tweets from the last year are probably like right at the top of my page. And so then I tweeted about our podcast. I retweeted something that you tweeted right when it started. So those tweets are like pretty close to each other. And this guy, oh my God, I didn't say his name, Marco Sparks. He, I think, saw the tweet tagging his podcast. So then he went to my profile and then he saw the tweet about our podcast. And that's how he started listening to it because mm-hmm. I got on Twitter and he had liked both tweets. Like, And not only that, but he reviewed our He left podcast. us a review, the nicest review. Him and the other guy who he does the podcast, hosts the podcast with, are just so funny, so like into TV and film and all these like deeper references that are in the show that like a teenager watching it would never get. It's like references to these old movies and like these old directors and they talk about, you know, they interview like producers, directors, set designers, like all these different people. And you really get this rounded out view of just like television in general and they're so funny and they have all these inside jokes. So anyway, they're just the best. He actually also DM'd me the nicest DM. I did not. I it. don't. I didn't know that. This is I know. all new information. I know. I kept this a secret from you because I was like, I need to read this to Jackie. Well, ba- well I'll, I mean, I don't need to read the thing on air. I'll send it to you. But um, he basically was just saying, like, I've listened to six or seven ap- episodes. You and Jackie have that special thing you want out of a podcast where you feel like you're at the same table listening to your friends talking. And I was like, oh, my God, my stupid heart. I literally podcast. was like, this means so much coming from you. Like, that was the first podcast I ever got into. Like, yeah, you know, me too, honestly. Yeah, like when we lived together in 2014, mm-hmm. I would listen to that all the time, like while I was getting ready, just like around the house. I've never listened to a podcast that much until then. And then I started getting into other podcasts, you know, over that's the just, years. That's just so crazy. I just I like, I can't even understand that, honestly. I know, yeah. but 
anyway, um, that's just milestone. awesome. Yeah. And I just love that he left a review because, wow, that's like, I mean, most of my friends haven't even left reviews. Yeah. If you guys haven't yeah. left reviews and you know us, mm-hmm. it's kind there's of actually, embarrassing. There's actually cause... a giveaway going on right now. Um, uh-huh. It's where you leave a review on our podcast and the prize is being my new closest friend. Okay. Your new top friend on MySpace. <laughs> We should do a giveaway if you rate and review. Obviously, podcasts. obviously not more than Tom, but yeah, of course, Tom's always number one. Yeah, if you rate and review us, we will give you a personal shout out on the next episode, which is a big deal. Okay, so give me some, give me some life updates. That was my first one. I have a few more, but go ahead. Yeah, I feel like we haven't given life updates in a while because our last episode didn't have current life updates. Right, so right. It's so kind of like, like for the entire things. month of January. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I started school and it is hard. I've didn't realize that like art majors are um stressed all the time for reasons I feel like during college Nicole was always like pulling all-nighters and stressed out and like I need to finish this project like all this stuff about interior design and I'm like what are you even doing over there what what even is it yeah what are you what are you working on over there like what are you really learning I get it now because it's a lot art majors design majors it's just mostly projects like Mm -hmm. I have had like very little writing that I've had to do very little no no tests or quizzes as never as of right now um it's just all projects and there's no amount of time that you could say a project takes yeah you can you can spend as much time on it I wouldn't say as little because it's projects but it's it's incredibly time consuming projects incredibly time consuming incredibly detailed yeah like anyone who works or is in school for anything like design based, whether it's architecture, whether it's animation, graphic design, art knows, especially like graphic design, things that are computer program based just take so long. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to explain to people because they're like, how, like, why are you pulling all nighters? Like, it doesn't mean you're an interior designer. I'm like the interior design major at CSU is the most time-consuming major at the whole university statistically. Mm-hmm. People yeah. are always like, I don't understand that. I'm like, that's fine. I don't need you to understand it. But that's I have to do it though. Fact. It's just <laughs> yeah. a fact. Yeah. Each class is like you will work on on stuff outside of class eight to 10 hours a week. That's per class. Mm-hmm. So that that's a full-time job if you're taking four classes. I'm taking three and I have mm-hmm. a full-time job. And you have a job. Luckily I can work on school on my full-time job. But yeah, I've been having to like cancel plans to do work. The thing is, though, when I'm doing it, I'm like, I know that I have hours of work ahead, but I am genuinely enjoying it. And that doesn't make me anxious to have hours ahead. I'm just like, well, keep going. I'm, I'm enjoying myself in this moment. So yeah. which I've never had a single thing be like that when it comes to I've never had that either. Yeah, still <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Like hours um, ahead, complete mm-hmm. nightmare. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Other life updates, some smaller stuff. Been skiing a lot lately, so I have powerful thighs okay. at this point. I did an entire month of no drinking. I did dry January. You did? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because it wasn't planned. I just decided it halfway through when I hadn't drinking anything yet. And I was like, I guess I'll just do a dry month because I got my wisdom teeth taken out and I was on Oxy and so I couldn't drink sure. any alcohol. So- I was like, all right, might as well keep going at this point. And it was very easy to not drink any alcohol, except for when I went over to my 
uh, parents' house and my dad's like, want a beer? And I'm like, definitely. And then he, I was like, wait, no, no, no I don't want a beer. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Backtrack. Uh, abort. Abort. <laughs> That's cool. I was thinking of doing a dry month, not like a specific month because I've already drank this month, but starting now, basically for the next month. Cause I don't have any events coming mm. up where I would need to drink. Not that mm-hmm. I ever need to drink, mm-hmm. but I have been getting really turned off by alcohol lately. I don't know why. Like I'll be drinking something really? and I'm like, I don't really want to finish this, but I feel like I have to. Yeah. That's how I was finishing. I mean, that's, that's how I was feeling anyways. So I was like, might as well just like kind of keep going, but now mm-hmm. it's really hard to get back into it. Yeah. No, it just doesn't alcohol sound is worse. that appealing anymore. Yeah. Like halfway through Bryce like sat me down and was like, Bryce is Bryce and my boyfriend. If you don't know, if, if you listen to this podcast, uh, Bryce sat me down and was like, this is an intervention intervention about your alcohol use. You haven't had any alcohol in two weeks. <laughs> You're like, well, you know what, Bryce teenage dream. Okay. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Yeah. It's just um, a comeback for everything now. <laughs> it's just a comeback. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, I have some recommendations, of course, but that's it for, I mean, the life updates that I can remember. Okay. What about, what about you? What's been going on in your life? So I have a few life updates. My sister turned 30 and we had a surprise birthday party for her yesterday and it was really fun. She really didn't know it was coming. So that was exciting. I went and did an adult gymnastics class with my friend from literally That's elementary awesome. school. So for anyone who doesn't know, or I don't know if I've ever even mentioned that mentioned this on the podcast. 100% but I, you have. You've you been think? a gymnast. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I don't remember. Oh, you would oh, know. Yeah. yeah, that's. I guess that's a good point. We're friends outside of this podcast. Um, <laughs> for yeah, some reason, like, I sometimes I think that everything that you – that I know about you has been said on the podcast, which is like a hundred percent not true. (laughs) Actually, that is so, that is so interesting because that you did that because I was, I've just been thinking lately that the way that our bodies are is very dependent on what we did growing up. And so I feel like it's very good for us to do things that we did growing up. Like I used to ski so much as a kid. I did a lot of stretching for figure skating. So like Honestly, the things that make my body feel the best are skiing and yoga. I feel like so good at those things and feel so good after I do those things. I feel like it's It's like something. Yeah, it's like good for your body and also like good for your inner child. You're like, Uh this feels like good. I know. I know. I I get so excited for him. Yeah. (laughs) So my friend told me about it. So it was this girl I went to elementary school with and she was like my first friend in elementary school all through school, like since kindergarten. And we kind of like ebbed and flowed as friends, but we were always like kind of close. And then we kind of were friends in college and she just was living in DC and she just moved back to Denver and we reconnected and we got a drink like a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, oh my gosh, I, we do gymnastics together. That should be said. We were in like this competitive team together. And <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, I wanted to tell you, I signed up for this adult gymnastics class. It's like a trial and it's free. And she was like, you should come with me if you want. And so I signed up for it too. Cause I was like three margaritas deep and I was like, totally let's do this. <laughs> and we went and it was fun. Like it was very difficult. Gymnastics is one of those things where you can't just show up just like figure skating. Probably you can't just show up and be like, I can do this. It's like, it takes a lot of training, a lot of skill, a lot of flexibility, a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Pilates class where you're like, yeah, 
it's going to be kind of hard, but like, I can do it. It's not like a, it's not like going to the gym and lifting. Like, yeah, it's a skill. It's learned. You have to learn the proper technique. Like being a gymnast is very like specific mm-hmm. and you could like die if you're doing it wrong. You mm-hmm. could like literally break your neck. And they did not seem concerned about that at this gym at all. It was like half of the class was new, like doing this trial. And even though I had past experience, I think I did gymnastics for probably seven or eight years. I stopped when I was like 12. So I haven't done it in literally 15 years, but I (laughs) thought that I would have a little bit more muscle memory and even just like be able to do some like basic things. No, (laughs) you lost it all. I like it's so much of it is really in the flexibility and the strength. Mm -hmm. Like I not even go into these skills that I couldn't do. Like I could do like a car wheel, a handstand, like basic things, but there was like other skills that they were just expecting us to do. It was concerning how they were like, just try it. I was like, you could get seriously hurt just trying that skill. Like they did not seem to care, especially with people, people with adult bodies, uh, adults, I guess you should say, um, do not have the flexibility to mm-hmm. be doing something like that. But they didn't take so, that into account. No. And there was this mm-hmm. girl. So she was just cracking us up. She was so into being like the best. She was a teacher at the gym, but she was part of the class. So she wasn't like teaching the class. She was like, I'm a teacher here. Like she's probably 22. And she's like, I'm not, I'm not teaching this class, but like I do teach here. Like, yeah. And then the guy who is the actual instructor of the class was giving kind of a the lowdown of how the class was going to go. And he's standing with his back facing these like ropes, like climbing ropes, you know, for like building arm strength. Mm-hmm. And this girl is like standing next to him while he's talking about the class. So first of all, girly, you're in the class. It's like when your mom is the chaperone on a field trip and you're like standing with your mom and you're like, I'm like the leader too, because like, I know her, you know, she was like that she was like a little teacher's pet. She's standing over by him while he's instruct, like giving instructions on the class, like hands on her hips, like, mm-hmm, like what he said. Yeah. And we were, my friend and I were just kind of cracking up. And then all of a sudden girly just jumps up on the rope and starts climbing up the rope while he's, she's in front of all of us. And he's, he's, she's right behind this guy who's explaining the class and she's like climbing up the ropes and everyone's like, what is this girl doing? Like, this is just embarrassing. No offense. Like I was getting the worst secondhand embarrassment for her (laughs) and she would like go like do a round off and like be so crazy. And they were like, no, like not yet. And she would start going before like the guy was even done explaining. She'd be like, oh, start doing it. I was like. I am cringing so hard for this girl. Like, it was just so embarrassing. Just, just, it's so easy to be a, to just follow the rules. Right. Just, just, just like, like be class. cool. Just be, just, just like be normal. Think, yeah. Like you think you look really cool doing something like that and you are making yourself look like a fool. I'm like, just be a part of the class. Just like, enjoy yourself. You're not nobody. You're not trying to prove anything to anybody, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. this is an adult class yeah this is like don't worry about it like we're all bad at this so that was fun like it was kind of fun to just like mess around on the equipment like you know safely but it was mostly just open gym and that was fun mm-hmm. did you and feel then, good after no I felt like garbage my body <laughs> okay, felt well, like that just completely negates my theory <laughs> I know I was like I was like mm-hmm, it's totally girl no it was fun <laughs> but like physically 
my body was in pain. Okay. I mean, like, it's not like skiing is a walk in the park. No, <laughs> right, right, my yeah. body was in pain after, but like, but it was fun. If you do practice it. I wonder if, if it would feel I'm like, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. it was a good, like full body workout. I, I worked muscles. I didn't even know existed when you do <laughs> regular workouts, like lifting or any mm-hmm. sort of like workout that works like typical muscles, like mm-hmm. biceps, triceps, I don't know, like quads, hamstrings, like glutes. Name one you know, other. You, okay. All right. right. You're like, <laughs> name one more. I dare you. Um, <laughs> calves. And so you, you think of those muscles. No, it was literally when I tell you everything from my head to my waist on all sides of my body, like my torso was sore. Every single part. I didn't oh even know God. there were so many muscles in there. Every <laughs> single muscle existing in my yeah, like, torso. I'm pretty sure I don't have them. Wasn't so much pain. My forearms were so sore. Like it was just funny how I used to be in such good shape from gymnastics and now couldn't uh, be I me. think you're just in a good in good shape from being a child. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but like I used to have a six pack. I was like seven. <laughs> so anyway, that was my experience in an adult gymnast class. I probably, oh my God, bye. In an adult gymnastics class. <laughs> I probably wouldn't go back just because it was fun, but it wasn't really that structured. There wasn't a lot of like instruction. Yeah. It was just kind of like. It was like more of the problem with the gym. Yeah, it was, it was probably more of the gym. And I feel like they weren't very concerned about safety at all, which is fine. Like, I'm not going to hurt myself, but they were really just like, just do whatever. And I was like, oh, well, it seems like danger. Like, this is a da- it's a dangerous Did they have sport. you sign a waiver? Yeah. Well, that's I did why. sign a waiver. I was kind of like, lit when I did. Not it, my so. problem. Literally, they're fall. like, we don't care. And then my last thing, which this isn't really even a life update. This is more of just like a joke. But I was hanging out with the same girl the night we got drinks. Her name is Jaquela. Shout out to her. She's actually, she listens to the podcast. That's why we connected. She like responded and I was like, this episode was so good. I was like, you listen to my podcast. It's so nice. So we kind of reconnected on that. But we were talking about how in elementary school, I was friends with all these girls who were like horse girls because I lived in Elizabeth. I mean, so everyone is a horse girl. In everyone's Elizabeth, a horse girl. But I didn't have, I didn't have horses growing up. Like we could have, I guess, but we just weren't like, weren't horse, horse people. And I hung out with all these girls. Like my best, best friend in elementary school had horses. Jaquela had horses. A couple other girls that I would hang around with had horses and it wasn't everybody. It was just like, for some reason I was friends with these horse girls. And I was like, I wanted to be a horse girl so bad. We would run around at recess with like, there'd be one person holding a jump rope and the jump rope would be like around the person in front of them, like a, like reins, like a reins on a horse. (laughs) And the one person in front would like gallop around and the other girl would like run behind, like she was riding the horse. And it was so embarrassing. We'd do that all recess. And okay. she, we were crying at the bar because I was like, she's like, yeah, I was a horse girl, but like you were a wannabe horse girl, which is probably way worse. <laughs> do you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me. Have you ever seen that video of that lady who like runs on all fours because she thinks that she's a horse? Yeah, I have. It used to be like all over Tumblr. Was that you guys? <laughs> no, we like The worst thing fours. about that though is that she's an adult doing that. Yeah, that's way worse. Like, and it was like, okay, it's hard to say because these girls weren't horse girls in the sense how people say it today, where it's like, they're kind of like, like the weirder girls. They were like literally girls who had like a, yeah. they yeah, were like, I mean, you can't really explain horse horses. girls. You just, you just know when you, you see get, it. Yeah. <laughs> the girls that get it, get it. 
And it was a hundred percent not me. In fact, it was I'm pretty afraid of horses. Me too. I, I would like scary. <laughs> me too, she says. <laughs> the girl who's wanted a horse her entire life. Like, I have like, a horse says, poster <laughs> in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I had like I was like obsessed with spirit. <laughs> you meet a real horse though and you run the other way. I was like, fuck no. Nope. I've ridden a horse, I think, once in my life. <laughs> Me too. I've ridden a horse once in my life. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. My ass hurt so bad after it. Oh, God. It was a full uh, body like- workout of me being extremely <laughs> tense because I was on a horse. <laughs> just a couple of wannabe horse girls. <laughs> that's us. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's my last life update. Okay. Do you have what any wrecks? Are- yeah. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my next wreck is spirit <laughs> my wreck is literally spirit <laughs> have you guys hot take from 2001 have you guys seen spirit i used to be obsessed with the idea of wild horses in fact i actually really still am like I don't don't tell me but i don't know if wild horses still even like exist anywhere in the world maybe somewhere and okay that's great we love to hear that <laughs> I just loved this idea of wild horses running like free. I don't know because it's because of spirit. There's this beach in Scotland where apparently like these and these islands, like little islands off of the northwest side of Scotland where wild horses who are just like pure white will just like run across in what is it? What is it like armies? No, that's not right. Flocks. Herds. No, herds. Yes, herds. Armies. Flocks. A whole <laughs> flock of horses. <laughs> gaggle of horses <laughs> let's move on from horses we've been talking about them for way too long okay my real my real recommendation isn't <laughs> yeah, even a wreck i've actually been reading a lot <gasps> no you haven't yes oh that's guess awesome what, guess what i finished where the crowd dad sing oh. did i already tell you this no you didn't okay great i'm, I'm this is genuinely surprising this is, news this is news yeah okay have, have you it? moved on to a different book no i haven't read mm-hmm. it okay so it's actually really good um ob- i mean that's not like a hot <laughs> it's like the most it was, the, book. it was the most checked out book <laughs> for one year at the library and you're like it's actually really good i don't know if you've heard like, actually okay but unpopular well maybe this isn't unpopular it's like more of a fact is that the first two-thirds of the book are like pretty slow it's kind of going back and forth between these two two timelines and one timeline it's like kind of this murder mystery like starts out with this This isn't like a spoiler one timeline is a murder mystery the other timeline is like 15 years earlier or something and it's about this girl and so the last one third of the book very riveting i literally could (laughs) not put it down the last one it's like every page you're like oh my god like what's gonna happen like i had to do that thing which like i saw on tiktok someone posted this and then everyone else was like i have not had one original experience in my life and basically it was that if i'm reading a book and it's like there's some sort of like big thing coming up i have to cover the page or my eyes will just keep going until Mm -hmm, i find what happens mm -hmm, i literally have to cover the page like it's a problem i like i don't want to know but can't stop my eyes they just Mm want to see what it is 
So like at the big parts, I would like have to cover the pages and like line by line. I would just ruin it for myself every time and be like, God damn it, Jack. I know. And then I'm like, I got to go back and like read how they got here. And then I just (laughs) skipped over like 16 paragraphs. So I actually did finish that. I'm almost done with Atomic Habits. And I read another book. Have you read? This is (laughs) another one of the most popular books in history. Have you read The Alchemist? (laughs) Yes. I've actually never read it, but the author whose name is Paolo Coelho. I don't actually know how to say his last name. Yeah. Paolo Coelho. Yeah. Something like that. We'll look it up. Sorry to that man. To that man. He definitely listens to this (laughs) podcast. Oh, we're so sorry. So he has another book called The Archer and it's like a. Mm -hmm. It's a more newer one. I haven't read that one. No, it's like I honestly didn't love The Alchemist that much. I've never read it. It's like this book is. You just said you read it. I know, I know. I read the other book called oh, The Archer. Okay, I, I haven't read The Alchemist, but but people, a lot of people have read The I Alchemist. See. So you said that they, up weird. <laughs> I know, but it's like I couldn't be like oh, I read this book by Paulo Coelho, and you'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, The Alchemist. I mean, I would say that. Yeah, exactly. Because I work I at the that. library. Damn it, Jackie! Not everything is about the library. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. I if you said that author, the and if you even said The Archer, I know who it's by. You do? Yeah. Well, okay, you're right, because you work at the library. Because I so, work at the goddamn library, I'm 20. <laughs> I read that. I thought, I was like, okay, this is going to be my next read. Tanner, my friend, you know him. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> He's been on the podcast, everybody, you get it. <laughs> the oatmeal episode. He got it for me from, for my birthday, I think, last year, like 2020. And I guess two years ago, basically. And I had never read it. And so when I finished where the crowd had seen, I was like, I want to read this book. It's going to be my next read. I thought it was like a novel. It's not. I read it in 30 minutes. It's like, it's like a book of like metaphors, basically. Yes. Yes. Is that how the archer is? Um, You mean the alchemist? Oh, fuck. Is that how the alchemist is? <laughs> um, No, the alchemist is a regular story. Okay. But it's more like an allegory. It's a regular novel. It's more like an allegory. Like, okay. It, it's where like the entire story represents something. Yeah. But what it represents to me isn't that profound. It's yeah like, it could also just be a quote it's like that's it's like the equivalent of like you could have sent me this in an email that's kind of, it is this this meeting could have been an email that's what, that's yeah. what this book was like it wasn't it wasn't not good like it was a really interesting metaphor for life basically oh maybe then it was maybe we are talking about the same thing but it was like a full story it's just like basically a huge metaphor for yeah for something yeah yeah so it was that, like interesting. that's how all I, books are yeah it, and I didn't really know but I did read it in like 30 minutes. What was the message of the archer? It was kind of like basically um, the story, you know, there's a prologue and an epilogue and those were kind of the story part. And then the middle was more of like the metaphor part. And each page just had like four or five lines of text and Mm -hmm. a picture. So that's why it went so fast. Well, that's that's a little bit different. This is, this was an actual story, but it is very short too. Yeah. So this one was like basically talking about all the different things. Like you have to have, you can't have the arrow without the bow, but you can't have the bow without the arrow because it's like, if you just have the arrow, which is like kind of your intention, Mm -hmm. but you have nothing to guide it. It's like, okay, well, that's not going to do you any good. If you just have a bow, which is like your intention or your, or I'm sorry, your direction and like all that kind of stuff, but you don't have an arrow, which is the thing you want to do. I don't know. Basically it's like talking about how all of that applies to life. It was mm-hmm. interesting, but that was no, my latest No offense, read. but I feel like that's stupid. <laughs> it was like, I mean, I read it in 30 minutes, so it wasn't like, oh, mm-hmm. well, that was a waste of my time. It well, was like, oh yeah, it was interesting. 
The Alchemist was kind of similar. It's like the entire book you could just sum up as like, what is what is meant for you if you follow the passion it will come to you. Okay. Gotcha. Basically just the entire plot of Field of Dreams. Yeah. Okay. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, job. it's just, it's just that it's so vague and it's like, mm-hmm. I know that like fiction, the messages are very vague a lot of the times, but like the entire point is that you're also entertained. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the message either sinks in more or maybe it's just like, well, that was entertaining, even if I didn't learn anything, but his books are just like, so focused on the message that he wants you to learn that's very vague that it's like it just doesn't do it for me it's like too yeah. on the nose mm-hmm. yeah I, I hear you that's kind of how I felt yeah so mm-hmm. I'm I'm finishing Atomic Habits big wreck there if you have never heard of it we've talked about it on every episode <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm actually starting a new book called influence and it's by Sarah Shepard who's the author of the pretty little liar books mm-hmm. I've not read those books but I've heard this book is really good so I'll keep you guys updated is on this, that is it an adult book or YA uh it's probably YA I would mm-hmm. say I, I haven't started it yet but that's the vibe I'm getting um and it's about basically like this girl who's an influencer and like her friends but it's like a mystery kind of like you know a new age pretty little liars vibe mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean when she wrote pretty little liars like phones were barely a thing I feel like yeah yeah it was like pretty new so I have that and then the other book I have on deck is the vanishing half which I'm excited to read that I got for I've heard good things about that yeah anyway (laughs) those are my recs kind of (laughs) I have a few also that I would like recommend but not really um so I watched Emily in Paris season two Okay, I've never watched any only, of it. Okay, yeah, I'd only recommend it if you love to hate watch things. Which I personally, that's one of my favorite forms of watching anything is constantly hating it. I love to watch cringe. I love okay. to watch things that are just, just so cringy and embarrassing. Is it better for you if it's intentional cringe or unintentional? Like they think it's cool, mm-hmm. but it's not. Um, I think I feel more secondhand embarrassment if it's not intentional but I think that Emily in Paris does have some intentionality to the cringiness of it because partially because I feel like Lily Collins is better than that yeah Uh, yeah so I think that's part of it and also because it's just so over the top that I can't possibly believe that someone didn't stop this and say "Mm, is this a little much yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like kind of grandiose Mm -hmm. and it's pretty problematic like okay like it's probably not going to age well actually it was problematic to begin with um Mm. and I'm I think that it's only going to get worse but in in a good way like in a way where I'm like god I just love to hate this um so I really (laughs) recommend that Um, (laughs) cool another thing I watched recently that I would only recommend if you want to have an existential crisis unless you're not prone to existential crises like I am Mm -hmm. um don't look up which I'm sure everyone and their mother has watched at this point. But that's another one where it's like it was really on the nose and like it obviously had a clear message, but I felt like it was like good for like what it wanted to be. And also Timothy Chalamet was in it. And like, I mean, can a movie be bad if it has him? So true. So true. So I've heard mixed things about it. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it. Well, I I shouldn't say I haven't seen it. The reviews of it are very mixed. Yeah, like I, it was playing on Christmas, 
but I wasn't really watching it. But like some people in my family were watching mm-hmm. it. So I was getting glimpses. First of all, the Bon Iver song at the end is fire. Fire. Absolutely fire. Song. Fire. Yeah. Song, absolutely. So good. Called second really nature. himself. Yeah. He is just killing it in every single. He's in like 10 musical groups. He's just out here. Yeah. He probably can't even keep track of them all. He probably can't. I know. God bless him. He's in a yeah. bunch of Taylor Swift mm-hmm. songs now. We just love him. So it's like an ensemble cast. Yes. Don't look up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for like how good of the cast it is, the. It's like it had to be intentional to be like that. Yeah. Like I feel like the acting isn't like amazing. The script is okay. But the overall message is, I think, what's important. And it was just there's a message about climate change and also like basically how America will do anything for the sake of capitalism, including blowing up the entire planet. And I I just feel like it was true. Like America is like that. They would do that. I could totally see us in that situation. For So for me, it was definitely a okay movie. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm probably just going <laughs> to. <laughs> it was an okay. okay movie. I think like it wasn't like an Oscar winning performance, but I feel like it said what it wanted to say. And it was one of the most watched things ever on Netflix. So the message got out, whether it's going to sink in, I don't know, but it did its due diligence and Timothy Chalamet is in it. So yeah, I also had this crazy revelation about Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Bryce and I were talking about him and we were just like, why has he literally been in every single movie in this past year? And we thought about it. And the reason is, is because In the game right now, in the acting game, there is no 20-year-old, like, mid-20s actors, male actors. Like, he is it. There's, like, Tom Holland, who's Spider-Man. Yeah, I was just going to say. It's like, I I looked up a list of them. I can barely think of anyone. Yeah, it literally is him and Mm -hmm. Tom Holland, who's the other person I was going to say. So that must be true. Who is, like, really, like, who has that kind of range, is Mm -hmm. what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Tom Holland doesn't have that range. But Timothy Chalamet has done everything from don't call me. Wait, what is it? Call me by your call name. Call me by your name. To don't look up to little woman to Dune. Yeah. That had range. And then like incredible. the French dispatch. Yes. Crazy. I haven't seen he's that one. But out here. Yes. He's just uh, out in, here in every in, goddamn film. In Lady Bird. Yes. And in Lady such Bird too. Dick. Yes. Yeah. But he's like, such a, a dick. Way. Yeah. But like no other 20 year old has that range. And the other A-list male actors are so old that they actually can't even play that age by now because like Leo and Matt Damon and Brad Pitt, they're all like 50 to 60, mm-hmm. somewhere in between that range. They're no, out actually. here retiring. <laughs> <laughs> they're settling down with children. So Timothy Chalamet is it. So he he's literally gonna is. Be what, we either need more male actors in the game or Timothy Chalamet is just going to have to carry the entire entertainment industry on his back. And he will. And, and I'm he and I'm, he will. And he can we and I will faith. watch that. And I will yeah. pay all my money to see I that. I will pay all my money to see that. Yeah. There are a lot of really great women. Female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Euphoria? No, but Me I've either. been seeing a lot about it lately, like with Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I think it's Zendaya. I watched okay. a TikTok of her pronouncing it. I thought it was Zendaya. Okay. I'm so sorry to her, but Zendaya. <laughs> There's like, <clears throat> I've never seen it. I need to watch it every single day. Pearson and Tanner told me to watch it and every single day. I don't. It's just so intense. Like I, I watched one episode with my roommate and it was like. Is it a lot? Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would make me anxious? Is it gory? Yes. 
No, it's not. I don't. I didn't see gore. It's just it makes you anxious because you're like, why are these high schoolers doing this? Doing these drugs? Where are their parents? So true. I, so I haven't true. seen the show, so maybe it explains that. But <clears throat> well, there's a scene in the season two premiere. Apparently, I haven't seen it, but I've seen a clip of it where they're at. I think they're at like a party. I don't know. I don't know anything about the show, so like, don't come for me. But basically, there was this big deal of this guy who like comes in to the bathroom. The scene is like in the bathroom. He sits down on the toilet and he like takes his pants down and sits on the toilet. And it's like a full dick shot mm-hmm. of this guy. Love that. And it's this guy I used to work with at Blue Agave and Forgones. My oh friend. my God. <laughs> Literally him. Awesome. I knew he was going to be in it because I follow him on Instagram and he worked, he was working at Blue Agave for a while. And then he obviously like moved out to LA and he was doing modeling and acting and stuff. And he was posting up about like being on Euphoria as like basically like an extra. I don't think he, I don't know that he had like, I think he had like one line or something. I don't know. But Wait, anyway, it was a like full dick shot. He literally full, like just nude. imagine that you're like, oh, I got it. This part yeah. on this awesome TV show, great reviews. Like lots of people are going to watch it. And then they ask you to do a dick shot. <laughs> I think he loved it. I think he was living okay. for it. Because All right. You know, it was so good. talked about. And then everyone was like, oh my gosh, that's this guy. Because he was credited mm-hmm. in the credits. I don't know as what. So then there's a bunch guy. of people looking him up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was so funny, but random, random tidbit about awesome. Euphoria, but I haven't watched it. Um, anyway, my third recommendation and the most important one, I've been wanting to share this on the podcast for the past like three weeks that I've been into it, the Bad Broadcast podcast. I am obsessed with this podcast. This podcast has hit me like no other. It is the equivalent of Girls Gotta Eat for Nicole. I listen to this podcast. I've been trying to catch up because I didn't know that it existed. I don't know how I didn't know it existed because this podcast was made for me. I I hadn't really listened to it. This podcast is made for me. The host is so funny. It's just her. Most of her episodes are solo and she makes me actually laugh out loud. It's it's hosted by Maddie Murphy and she is genuinely hilarious. Like I think that if you listen to one other episode, I will send you the episode that I thought was probably the funniest. So goddamn hilarious. Like and it's just incredible that this lady can do it all by herself and just be hilarious cuz I've tried to podcast by myself. I I can't do it. It's I just get like too introspective and sad. So I don't know how she keeps it fun. Like, this is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> like this is depressing. It's honestly amazing. And she's, yeah, she's just hilarious. So I wow. really recommend that. Okay. Yeah. Send me that episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe it because I think she's really funny just from what I have heard of her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, five stars, bad, bo- yes, five, bad five, broadcast. Five stars. And what's really cool is that she started her podcast during the pandemic as well. And she it has gotten to a million listens. Wow. Yeah. Go off. And she started it and it just went somewhere just because she's just so good at it. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. Me too. Yeah. And, and in her podcast, she had this, she has this segment, it's called hate, love, hate. And it's very simple. It's just where she talks about things that she loves, about things that she hates. And I just love that segment so much that I was like, you know, what? I really want to have a segment on our podcast with, that is kind of a staple of it. Uh, we're going to try some things out. I want to do a segment called straight to jail and we're going to, we're going to do this new segment. And this is a segment where, yeah, these are things that people do that we just, we hate that we want to send them to jail for that we think should be illegal. Okay. I love this. Mm -hmm. 
And I it's have like a, a, I have a lot. Like a joke I don't have to share them all. Doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's a joke. Obviously it's a joke. So please don't take it personal because I'm not a, I'm not a police officer. Yeah, I'm not a man We're of not, the law, mm-hmm. and exactly. I honestly don't care about the law. We're not law enforcers, mm-hmm. but on my this birthday is fact. Yes, it, this is just facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my birthday invitation, I said it, it was a crime party, so you had to, you know, just come from doing a crime. I said, pretend that you just did a crime when you come to my party or do a real crime. I do not care. I am not the police. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said, I have a bunch. So maybe I should go first. Yeah. (laughs) Go Um, ahead. If you say prairie dogging it, straight to jail. What does it even mean? (laughs) It's when you have to go to the bathroom and it's like kind of coming out because you have to go so bad. Not number one, number two. If you if you say that. If you know what I'm talking about, you know straight to jail. That does sound like something. <laughs> Handcuff that person. <laughs> Arrest them. Yes. Mm-hmm. No bail. <laughs> no bail. Straight to jail, no bail. <laughs> straight to jail, no bail. <laughs> okay, keep going. Oh, you want me to do more? Yeah. I was thinking we think could alternate. Some. Yeah, I'm going to think of some okay. as you go. Okay. Say more. Um, geese. <laughs> straight to jail. <laughs> sentence i'm sorry that's it that's the tweet (laughs) just they terrorize everyone in every community we should just lock them all up and send them all to jail just for being a goose all right here's another one so we have these like pipes at the library where if you yell into one you can it like travels and you can hear it through the other pipe on the other side of the room pretty cool but the other day i was in the children's room and one kid yells into it i love you and the other kid says, okay, straight to jail. If you that say is straight to jail, if you say okay, okay back when someone says, I love you, straight prison. to jail, prison, mm-hmm. prison time. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I thought of one. It doesn't have anything to do with the ones that you've said, but it's when people unnecessarily add like a possessive S to something that does not have a possessive S like Nordstrom's. It's not fucking Nordstrom's. It's Nordstrom. Postino (laughs) is a big one for me. Shout out to everybody at my work who calls it Postino's. It's not Postino's. I'm oh, I'll always come back and be like, yeah, Postino. And like, I love Postino's. I'm like, yeah, Postino is so good. This is a restaurant bar work. I mean, if you know, if you live in Denver, you know. He's coming in Uh, here with grammar, with grammar police. Oh, they're mine are all grammar police. (laughs) Do not be putting an S on the end of things that aren't that don't. That aren't possessed. She just hates things that are, she just hates the devil. I can't. I'll think of more as we go on, but don't be out here saying Nordstrom's. I can't. Mm-hmm. Not everything Agreed. is possessive. Okay. This one's not that specific. It's another grammar one. I just get fired up because I'm like, <laughs> it's not that hard. It's the ones I see all the time. And here's what it is. The difference between a part and a part, they're <laughs> almost exact opposites. They're almost mm-hmm. opposites. Mm-hmm. And if you post up and say, I was so happy to be a part of your special day, A-P-A-R-T, one word, prison, <laughs> life sentence, a part of your special day. That means you weren't there. <laughs> that means you weren't fucking there. Like so happy to be a part of this special day. I'm like, okay, so you weren't there. Great. I'm so happy to, to not be there for you. I'm like, oh. I know a lot of people who do this and yes, I am talking to you. Okay. If you do this, (laughs) stop. 
I'm gonna call 911 next time I see this. This is maybe the worst one. Okay. And this is Bryce and I will send him to jail myself. I thought about calling the police right after he told me this. Okay. Bryce said that he likes daylight savings time. Uh, okay. <laughs> he said For he, what? I, I don't know. He said that it was good because he got an extra hour of sleep. And I said one night, one night of sleep is worth Six hundreds of days of-, of, of night all the time. Well, that's, I mean, that's not really how it works, but kind of, of, of getting out of work and am instantly being depressed. That's yeah. worth it. That's worth one hour of sleep. He's like, me. I got those extra 60 minutes, baby. <laughs> those are tying me over till the next season. Okay. Oh, Bryce. And, okay. And this is my last one. Okay. When you're driving and there's a policeman behind you. And then they turn on their lights so you get into the right lane to pull over. And then they just keep going straight, maybe to catch someone else, maybe to um, just get somewhere fast. But you are you are thinking that you're going to get pulled over, that you're going to get a ticket. And all of a sudden you realize they're not. And it is a relief. But that policeman should go straight to jail. No trial. No trial. No that trial. Straight to prison. Mm-hmm. Straight to prison. OK, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I, that happened I to you this week? That, that is, yeah, that happened to me last week. That's just horrifying behavior. It is. Yeah. You're right about that. Okay. So those were all of our straight to jail ones. So we want to record an episode today about exes. We have Valentine's Day coming up and we never want to talk about anything happy, apparently, about love around Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, Because it's boring. It's boring. It's like we wanted to just kind of like get some stories from you guys about your like crazy or cringy stories with your ex and just talk a little bit about our take on exes like just our take kind of ask, on them is that they're terrible our take on our take mm-hmm. on like the idea of it and like how you interact with them mm-hmm. like I guess you know we just want to ask each other some questions about uh exes in general maybe not yeah. even the ones that they did I I think it's yeah, mostly it also, have to be I like have, I have a lot of exes yeah and I have one. Yeah. So, so these these questions could really go in different directions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my question for mm-hmm. you. Do you think exes can be friends? Like truly? That's a great question to start with. I'm really glad that you asked that. Okay. There's not that many people that I know who are friends with their ex, like actually truly friends. And one person doesn't want to like get back with the other. Yeah. Here's a perfect example. Because I, I could go off of this. Um, within this past week. An ex who has moved to Colorado recently this year texted me. He says, this, this is verbatim, okay? It's pretty much verbatim, verbatim text. I feel like we could grab a drink, question mark. Oh. Can, I feel like we can be <laughs> friends, question mark. No. Not a, not a great start. Not a great start. <laughs> it's very open-ended. Um. And those are thoughts like for his journal. Yes. (laughs) Those are thoughts for his journal. I don't know why he texted me those things. Those should have never left and entered mm -hmm, the cyberspace. mm -hmm. And the thing is that I, my next question was why? (laughs) I literally texted him. Answering a question with a question. What do you mean? Big lawyer moves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to get the facts right now. Um, Immediately. I'm just trying to get the facts because (laughs) my first thought was, why does this man think that he can do that? My second question is, 
does he, this is very important. Does he know that I'm in a relationship or not? So my first question is why? And he said, I just, I feel like we can be friends. No real answer. That's um, the perfect response. Just mm-hmm. why? Yeah. My second, uh, my second question was, do I'm wondering if you know if I'm in a relationship. He, his answer is yes. And I don't know uh, if that's worse. I think that's worse. That's definitely it's worse. worse because it's then he worse. has no respect yeah. for. No, that's what I mean. Current relationship. Mm-hmm. So I texted him. There's two things going on here. There's there's one of two things going on here. Either a, you know I'm in a relationship, and the last time that we were together, I was just I'm sorry. I was just coming out of a relationship, very fresh, just coming out of a relationship, like definitely not ready for anything a long-term relationship a long-term relationship and we and we got together so you think that's going to happen again in this scenario or number two you are genuinely having a very hard time making friends in Colorado and his answer was a little bit of both okay the (laughs) the audacity of a man to say a little bit of both. That's one thing men have. The audacity. the audacity. Yeah. You know, I wish this man the best. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good example. Especially of guys who want to come back around and be like, I think we could be friends. And mm-hmm. it, for the most part, no. Like, I think a... I mean, okay. Like, also, you are friends with your ex. Yeah. But like, it's a really specific situation. Like, my, very general, specific. Mm-hmm. my general answer to that question, can exes be friends, is probably no. And the only reason that my ex and I have stayed friends is because you were friends before. We were that. friends before. We were really good friends before. Mm-hmm. And it's been a kids. really long time. It's been a really long time. And we were like, we weren't friends for a while. Like, we, I mean, well, okay, we were always friends, but like the one thing that is was different on our sides was like, I haven't dated anybody since then. Shot her exposing myself. And he's dated a few people. It's one of those things where we were friends and we'll always be friends. Mm-hmm. But for him, he's like, I can't be talking regularly to my ex who I'm good friends with. Like my current girlfriend wouldn't understand that, which makes mm-hmm. sense. Like if I had a boyfriend and he was like, I'm best friend, not we're not best friends, but like I'm really close friends with my ex and we text a lot, joking and I'm, around. And I'm the only person she's been with. Yeah, I'd be like, that girl's obsessed with you, which is not the case. But I think truly that he thought that was the case, maybe. Like he thought because we were texting that I wanted to just he didn't want to give that impression. Yeah. And it was like, and also I totally understand, but it's honestly a really specific case. I would not say that for most people. I think like you were saying, like people who've been divorced, especially if they have kids together, Mm -hmm. it's like one end of the spectrum or the other I almost feel yeah like one end is like you totally hate each other you can't say each other and like you're always like putting your kids in the middle of like your situation mm-hmm. or it's like okay this just didn't work out but like we still have love and respect for each other yeah and we can be like we can still basically parent as mm-hmm. a team in a way like with a united front per yeah. se and I feel be- like it has to be more of a mutual like this isn't working type of thing if it's right. like that yeah, yeah, I hundred percent agree. Because so, there's like no passion in that. Yeah, it's really like case by case. Like we could mm-hmm. not be like, oh yeah, no, like that's that could never happen because I'm like proof that you could. I like we really truly are friends. It's not mm-hmm. there's not really any like 
anything left anything yeah. there to be like oh we could get back together like that has that's has not been a possibility in my mind for many many years and I don't think I think he feels the same way we're just really into the same things like similar in a lot of ways like whatever and we've always been friends so that would be my answer to mm-hmm. that. <laughs> good answer yeah no I think it has to be yeah more mutual and then yeah time yeah. and yeah time it's been and also, several years there's so many people in this world I just feel like unless you guys are actually friends there's no mm-hmm. point in being friends like there really there, isn't you, it's just you can make like, other friends just let that yeah pass. just let that these just people let don't that have to be a part pass, of your yeah. life forever yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yep all right do you have any questions Good. okay I have, I have another one oh, okay go ahead I have a go question ahead. do you have weird sex dreams about people yes that you don't want to have sex with mm-hmm. yeah totally mm-hmm and I'm like, well, how did that happen? Yeah. How, how does that happen? Let's talk about that. I don't know. Or like, I, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, sometimes I'll have dreams that I like meet this guy who like, I don't know, like I've never met mm-hmm. and I'll like, you know, we'll kind of have a thing, like start hanging out, maybe like cooking up. And I'm like, who is this person? And I wake mm-hmm. up and I'm super bummed. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I really like this person, you know? And you're like, uh, but yes, I have had sex dreams where I'm like, I don't really know about that. I yes. I don't know about that. I I just I feel like we should stop the stigma about it because I think I know it's not it's like we're your doing brains it on working. You no, know, you're not doing it on purpose. Your brains are just I don't know, just working overtime or something like that. And <laughs> they're trying to get you laid so bad. Yeah, they're just trying to get you laid or they just just have these weird thoughts about someone that's manifested sexually for some weird reason in your brain cuz maybe you haven't gone laid or something like that. There should be no stigma. If you wake up and you have a sex dream, I don't give a fuck who it's about. doesn't even matter. Your teacher, your boss, your partner. That would actually be okay. Um, <laughs> your podcast goes. <laughs> the amount of times. <laughs> I don't care who it's about. Just say, mm, that was weird. And then move on with your goddamn day. Right. The worst is like when it's about someone that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, I can't. And then you feel all weird act. about it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like, wait. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times that's happened in friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Here's my question. This is kind of a question based on a friend of mine who talks to his ex sometimes and his current partner does not enjoy it obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I think that's kind of obvious, but if your boyfriend was talking to his ex from time to time, maybe texting her saying happy birthday, like random things to text him about, would that make you uncomfortable? Or would you be like, Oh, they're just like cordial with each other. And they're, they're still, they're, they're still in communication. Okay. I have an ex where we literally only say happy birthday to each other. Once a year, he says happy birthday to me. Once a year, I say happy birthday to him. Mm, that's pretty much all of the communication we have. Mm-hmm. This and like every once in a while, he'll like reply to me on Twitter or something like that with mm-hmm. like something funny. It needs to have some distance or the it needs to have a very specific reason. You know, like you can't just be like, hey, how are you? No, you yeah, don't be thinking about how someone is. Yeah, in a relationship. Think about how the person you're in a relationship with is. How are they doing? Yeah. Do they need flowers? Probably. Probably. So true. Probably. It's like not 
I'm not saying like, oh, you can never text them. Like, I think that's, I don't know. Like if you're cordial with them, okay. But there's a certain line of maybe you don't have any intention. Like for you just being like, happy birthday, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. that's not really that big of a deal. I think it's more of like what you said, like, how are you doing? Thinking of you, like Mm -hmm. miss you. Mm, no, 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 it's gonna no. be a no for me, dog. I haven't had that. I haven't had that experience, like obviously with my one ex, but I've heard of it with other people. I was like kind of common, and I understand if you were really close. Obviously, you were really close to that person. Obviously, that person was probably like your best friend while you were dating them, or your your closest confidant, or whatever. And so you kind of feel. I think everyone feels this thing of like, I want to know how they're doing, or I'm, I think of them. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you act on it? No, probably mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I you just stalk respect, their Instagram like a normal person. Right. Like you have social media, like in this day and age, Don't I think out of respect. You only text someone if you really want to like, like talk like, to them talk and to them. Get, yeah. kind of get back together or just like, right. I don't know, just like tease it or something. Right. I think it's like out of respect it's for your manipulative behavior. partner. To, yeah. You therapy. like shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I think in general, out of respect for your current partner, I'm like, no, yeah. you don't need I, to. I did have this one ex who would just send me pictures and videos of really cute bunnies. Okay. Um, sure. I don't, I don't know what that meant. And he doesn't do it anymore, but <laughs> I would say it's not disrespectful. That's fine. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's not, really toes the line. it's not trying to start a conversation. It's not mm-hmm. trying to relight a spark. It's not trying to say, I miss knows you. I like bunnies. Yeah. Again, like people can be friends with their exes. There's definitely situations, especially there's situations where it's like there's no attraction there or something, you know, or like maybe someone you hooked up with, you're kind of like, eh, no, we're like better as friends. Mm-hmm. But I still think at the minimum, you should like very openly disclose that information to your current partner and be like, I talked to this person, but it's not like anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's, I just think I've seen it. And I've seen it happen in a way that's like, mm, I wouldn't be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I certainly would not be okay with that. But it just kind of depends on the situation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. So I think we've been this topic with <laughs> We just had a few questions. Spirit. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> not spirit. It was he's messed a, up that phrase. Alive I don't know. Well. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't like have a super structured setup for this episode. We just kind of wanted to like, have a little discussion. And I think a lot of these topics would be really interesting to do full episodes about, but just a little something to uh, get you in the mood for the holiday of love and Hallmark. Oh, Um, okay. I actually have one question. What do you think about Valentine's day? Oh yeah. Good question. I've never really cared for it. Not in the way of like, I hate Valentine's day. Like I'm a jaded woman. Like I'm not really like that at all. I just don't care about it that much. And I'm not a big pink and red person. And that might mm-hmm. be a dumb reason to not like it, but pink and red together, it's not always a vibe. Sometimes it can be, but like this whole idea of like pinks and reds, all mm-hmm. that I'm like, they're clashing. Yeah. There's you enough know, contrast yeah. between those colors. Yeah, definitely. I feel like whenever I see pink and red, I'm like, mm, the red is the mom. Yes, and the, and, and the pink is the is a child, or like that one's babysitting the other one, yeah. or 
Yeah. You know, or that one's the the dom and that one's the bottom. That's all I can think about. There's like something wrong with that relationship or that color dynamic there. That's my problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the decor, it's the candy hearts. Mm-hmm. I'm I've just never been like I love Valentine's Day. I'm like a pretty big romantic kind of in the way of like I think mm-hmm. I romanticize these ideas of like oh like I'm gonna meet this person who's gonna be like so great and maybe I'll just like meet him out in the wild. Like I romanticize stuff like that. I don't romanticize Valentine's Day, the holiday. It's not interesting to me. I'm not a candy person. Um, I want like my favorite holiday is New Year's Eve because of like glitter and black and champagne. Mm -hmm. This girl loves New Year's Eve. I love New Year's Eve. I love the aesthetic of New Year's Eve. The thing is for me, I'm all about the aesthetic of holidays. Love a New Year's Eve aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I want, I want all the things that come with that. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a Halloween girl. Yeah. Okay. I I can see that. Yeah. I think that. Uh, Valentine's Day is the antithesis of Halloween, and that's what I hate about it. Mm. I will say that it is fun to just tell people that you love them and have a good reminder. Be like, hey, I love you. This is mm-hmm. um, a little something for you. Go buy something nice. And it's just like mm-hmm. a snickerdoodle. And, sure. And, <laughs> and I feel like, like all holidays, use this to make a tradition with a friend with your gal pals, whatever, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, whatever. Use this as a time to mark the year with something excellent or or something delicious. I agree. That's all I, that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. I think this was probably, I, and I say this with all seriousness, this is probably one of the most um, unique takes on the question, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? Because usually you hear this question and the answers are like, oh my gosh, I love it. I love everything about Valentine's Day. And the other one is like, I hate it. Valentine's Day is the worst for single people. And the third one is like, it's just kind of dumb because you should show how much you love me every day of the year. Mm -hmm. There doesn't need to be a special Mm -hmm. day for that. Those are the three answers. For us, it's like the aesthetic's a little off. Like, uh, the colors, the colors are not good. They need to brand it a bit different. And also just not like close enough to Halloween. (laughs) Use it like, um, use it like it's everyone's birthday, except instead of telling them happy birthday, just say, Hey, just a quick reminder. I love you. I think that's great. Yeah. It's not just about romantic love. I think that's Mm -hmm. a good thing to remember. Mm -hmm. The third and most important part of Valentine's day is actually February 13th, which is the day that Ryan and Kelly first hooked up. (laughs) And he says, I hooked up with her on February 13th. I posted mm-hmm. every single year. It's mm-hmm. my one national holiday that I celebrate. Yeah. It's my that's, religion. That's sick. Okay. I'm writing down a new straight to jail that I just thought of. Okay. You don't have to tell me. Okay. I won't. Okay. Save it for next but, week. But I know, but I'm like, maybe it's kind of themed. No, I'm saving it for next week. Okay. I mean, if it's themed, then then go ahead. Say, you know what? Quick straight to jail. Okay. Quick straight to jail. Here's my first one that I thought of. And it was proposing, getting proposed on Valentine's Day. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Hard pass. No, 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 no. You know what that Don't... is? That is, you know what my worst nightmare? Oh my god, I, I think I just thought of the worst thing that could ever happen, and okay. it's getting proposed to on Valentine's Day at Disney World. At a Disney park. I just wrote that down. Propose at Disney oh, Park. Oh, sorry, I didn't let you finish. Oh, I didn't let you finish. No, because that's actually way funnier that you said that. Horrible nightmare. <laughs> a horrible yeah. nightmare. Oh, get out of town. I would. I don't. I don't want to be proposed to uh-huh. or have my wedding yeah. on a holiday. Yeah. Ever. 
see the thing is that I know that the person I end up with will not do that but if someone did that to me I would just cease to exist I would pass away right there so the thing is, is I would more than I would question their character. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. question mine. Yeah. Yep. How did I end? Yes. Up How did I end up with this person? <laughs> and if I saw it happening in front of me, I would call the police. Absolutely. Yeah. Both people straight to jail. Straight Disney adults are jail. Honestly. That's disgusting behavior. Take a look at yourself. <laughs> it's 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 bad practice. Yeah. It's bad behavior. You ask yourself, um, how can I, how can I be the most cliche person I could be? Yeah. Do not do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want anyone there when you propose to me. Mm-hmm. I want it. To oh be yeah. L- it's got to be just a me. goddamn <laughs> secret because if I don't have the power to tell everyone, right. What, what the hell is the point? I, yeah, I need to see everyone's special. fucking face when yeah, I tell I'm them not- I'm engaged. And if I right. can't see their shock. I won't know if they're a true friend or not. Shock and awe. If, if they're not <laughs> excited for me, immediately I will cut them from my life. Great to jail. <laughs> okay. I can't. Uh, okay. Do not propose at a Disney park. Just in general, we mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. be calling the authorities. Jackie will become mm-hmm. a man of the law. Also, you can easily avoid this by just not going to Disney World. Mm-hmm. It's so Do easy not- to not be a Disney adult. You just don't end up in one place. <laughs> I would not. I'm sorry. I might go to Disneyland once. I might take my kids there once. That is it. That is one. It's a one time. No, because you know what? Parks. I'm not going to do that to my kids because they're psychopaths. They're it's they're called Disney adults. I know. I mean, true. And also, like, Disney, you don't know what they're going to do. Disney I don't know if it's like still a thing, you know, not good morals. Oh, you don't know if it's going to be a thing in the future. Right. Is it like are people mm-hmm. are kids still like watching Disney? Yeah. It's like Kids yeah. don't even you watch TV what? anymore. They watch YouTube and yeah. TikTok. That's true. You know what? I'm going to make sure my kid sees. This what? is the best movie for any kid. It has the best morals. Pulp Legally fiction. Blonde. <laughs> good, good guess, though. <laughs> Legally Blonde. No, I'm serious. This is a top-tier movie. Legally it Blonde. It is. She goes... She focuses on her career. And so the guy... You think it's going to be about the guy, but it's about the career. It's about her finding her true passion, passion in life, and God, I respect that. Second of all, the the girl that she has a feud with for some of the movie, she is kind to her the entire time, is direct, sets boundaries, and they become best friends. Okay, of course. this is a movie about friendship. It's about your career. It's about your passions. And sure, she gets the guy, and he's he's great looking. Yes, it's not about that though. No. Not about that. It's about it's about it's her winning the case. Yeah, winning the case. I was just gonna say that helping helping another woman out yes. because she believes her. Mm-hmm. Sending someone believing woman. That's what Legally Blonde is about. It's about believing, believing woman. women. <laughs> okay, that's a top tier movie, and that's all my kids are gonna watch. Send your ex of other movies like that. Honestly, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's any top tier movies like that. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to be honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to read some of the stories we got written in. All right. Okay. This one says, I said, I love you. And she said, oh, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Here's one of the stories I got that was so funny. My boyfriend of two years in high school texted me, it's done right before I was about to play in my badminton match. So I texted him. Yeah, I saw this coming. I don't think it's working anymore. And I heard you cheated on me. 
Then she says, I went out and cried the entire badminton match in front of like 50 plus people and lost two to 21. I checked my phone after the match and he goes, OMG, I meant to send that to my mom to let her know my practice is done. I publicly humiliated myself in front of everyone for nothing. Oh my <laughs> God. That's a double whammy. Did they see together like, though? No, she was like, he was a piece of garbage. So I think it helped me build character. <laughs> Oh my god. She actually god. said he was a piece of garbage with like the little sparkly garbage. emojis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the next story. It's from a lesbian. That's that's the context you need to have. Broke that's up with the disclaimer. Girl- <laughs> that's a disclaimer. Broke up with girl A, got together with girl B, then girl A and girl B's exes started dating. We just swapped. <gasps> that is so funny yes okay and that's actually really common in the gay community too because i only say that because i have a lot of close gay guy Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. and it's very common to like date around in the same circle and date each other's exes it's like not that weird it Mm -hmm. makes sense like it would be really easy for that to happen in fact it would be almost too easy you're all so close you're all Mm -hmm. already in this tight-knit community and then you're all attracted to each other. Yeah. And you know what I will say about lesbians? They know what they want. And so they have a type and they, and you know, when you switch, it makes sense. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, oh yeah, that actually, that adds up. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Okay. Um, we love that. Straight people that's don't hilarious. know what they want. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so great. True. I love that. That's I love me. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Someone wrote in, oh God, too much to type. So true. <laughs> That's the whole story. Someone also said a really long one where, I mean, a really short one where they were like, I was literally stalked when I was 16 by a 19 year old too long for here. I'll tell you later. Mm-hmm. That's not going to do it. Wait, the, <laughs> the stalker details. was 16? The stalker was 19. Oh, and they were 16. Mm-hmm. And that's horrifying. Mm-hmm. That's horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. This girl said one time on a date in college, a dude sang to me in old town with the smiling emoji with a tear. <laughs> so cringe she says oh, oh my god i have well, a town is in fort collins i have god. i have a very cringe thing that kind of goes along with that okay go ahead in college i dated someone who was an acapella this is naturally this is very embarrassing for me however i will say that he is like low-key famous on tiktok you know as a singer and he's a nice he's a nice guy acapella is kind of cringe i'm sorry but you know what okay that's what is i love I love, love acapella. acapella. You would love it's acapella. It's just so cool. Like <laughs> it's just skill, so cool. She <laughs> skill of it. It's not easy. Mm, yeah, but why do they choose those songs? They don't have to choose those songs. You're right. They do, you're they right. do choose song, those songs. Though. It's a song but, choice. You're mm-hmm, right. But yeah, like the, it's always it's always Africa by Toto, right? It's like always. Yeah, it's always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes it's uh it's a love song that I don't even remember, but um that's very cheesy and this acapella dude uh, had his entire what is it choir it's not a choir right I don't know his entire it's acapella a it's probably group. a, it's a group. flock it's a, it's a gaggle <laughs> it's, it's a, a gaggle of acapella. it's an army an acapella army right an acapella army um got them to sing to me which was you know a lot and then um, no and then we broke things off because he he was dating someone else love that for you yeah oh my gosh that reminds me of the story so i got i got double double dipped no that's all right 
<laughs> so sorry. That's not what I meant to say at all. I I got <laughs> two timed, I guess, is what I'm saying, by a member of an acapella gaggle. That's all I'll say. <laughs> she got double tipped by this acapella guy. <laughs> Double dip sounds disgusting. Let's never say that again on the podcast. Okay, that reminds me of the story that my friend wrote in, like near the beginning of the podcast, where she went out on a date with a guy and they ran into his girlfriend at the bar. Oh, no. And I don't like, I never really even heard what happened with that, like the rest of the story. Please write in. I need to know. I know. She'll definitely listen to this. Mm hmm. I okay. think she might have told me the rest of the story and I'm, I'm forgetting it. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's bad. Do you have any more okay. stories? Oh, yeah. Let me look. Sorry. <laughs> um, I will I will say to all really? those out there, we our podcast Instagram isn't showing the stories that we got. So all the yeah, people. Yeah, I know. In, anything. Yeah, I know. It won't show up. It yeah. So like we're trying to find I'm responses. So, I'm sorry. If, there. Yeah. If you did write in and we aren't sharing it, it's not because we I hate know. you. It's because the podcast hates us. Yeah. The thing is, is you can write in stories at any time. And if they're Mm -hmm. funny enough, we will share them. Mm -hmm. Like if anything funny, crazy happens to you and you're like a loyal Mm -hmm. listener, we'll shout you out. We'll share it. Or we'll share it. We are willing to share anything. We have no boundaries. We will literally share anything. It's shocking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next. Absolutely shocking. Okay. Go ahead. Do you have any more? (laughs) No, I don't have any more. (laughs) Embarrassing. Okay, well, I can I can talk about like my own ex yeah, stories. Um, go ahead, because mm-hmm. I don't really have any. Mm-hmm. One time, a guy that I was like talking to, he flew out to meet me for the first time. He lived in a different state. Within thirty minutes of meeting me, accidentally said, "I love you." <laughs> I feel like you've never told me that. Yeah, I, I don't know who you're talking you. about. Mm-hmm. Yikes, he You're jokes. kidding. Yeah, oh my God, it's giving Ted Mosby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's another one. This guy took me to meet his family. We we weren't exclusive. I mean, we were exclusive, but we weren't like technically officially like boyfriend, girlfriend. But he took me to meet his family. So he picked me up, took him an hour to get there because of traffic he we drove back to the city that he is from to have the dinner we had dinner unknown to me it was his grandmother's birthday and it was and his grandmother was there that was the (laughs) the first time I met his entire family not just like a casual meeting of his parents or anything like that his entire family his two brothers his grandma whose birthday it was oh and then when we got back, which he drove another 45 minutes one way to drop me off and then, you know, had to go back home. So drove two over two hours. And when I asked, what are we? He goes, I don't know. What are we? I don't know. And I say, it just seems like if I met your parents and you did all this work, like maybe this means we're dating. And he goes this didn't mean anything to me met his whole goddamn grandmother met his in, my hit met his entire ass family his on his grandma's birthday you, you met a whole grandmother <laughs> and that did not make me official with this man that meant nothing to me he said uh mhm mhm 
make it make sense. Make it make sense. Yeah. Um, another one. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I, I hope that you're enjoying these. Uh, <laughs> here's another one. I really liked this guy. We were, I wouldn't say we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We didn't really like label it. It wasn't really a thing. We just, oh no, I think maybe we were, I don't know. Anyways, we got a tattoo together. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it helps, I was at, <laughs> if it helps, She's I was like, at the, pause for the gasp. I was mm-hmm. at, <laughs> if it helps, I, we had only been dating for two months and I was at the peak of my depression. Like meaning like I had been the most depressed I'd ever been in my entire life. Got a tattoo with this man. And then I, you know, I was like, Hey, I'm moving. I'm moving. And he was moving as well. He was like, I will help you move. I'll, I'll help you drive across the country with all, with all your stuff. We'll rent a car. We'll split the cost. We'll have a good time. We'll stop in a few places. We'll stay in a hotel. I'll meet your parents. I'll stay at your house. Okay, sweet. Um, <laughs> and I was like, do you want to do long distance? Like, what do you feel about that? He goes, yes, I want to do long distance. Okay, sweet. So I'm under the impression that he wants to do long distance. I asked him multiple times. Are you sure that this is what you want to do? You don't have to do this. I just want to make sure we do all of that. He drives me all the way across the country. We have a great time. I have a tattoo that I've gotten (laughs) with another man. It's not the same tattoo, but we got it with each other in mind. Dead ass. One week later, ghost me. (laughs) Don't hear from this man for an entire month. The month... After a month, I text him. I say, hey, uh, why? <laughs> Different man. No Just having no to answers. ask why. <laughs> no answers whatsoever. Mm, no answers. Just drunk. Just drunk nonsense. Cool. Sweet. That dude was End the worst. Drunk. Yeah, that dude was the worst. Yes, that dude was the <laughs> that worst. That guy was worse than the guy that said I love you mm-hmm. on accident. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the end. Anyways, I definitely will think of more maybe. And if I think of any really good ones, I'll share them at the beginning of next episode. Yeah. But that's that's all we have for today. And yeah, I hope that you kind of enjoyed. Sorry, we don't have more stories. I feel like we just, you know, lost a lot of good ones. And um, if you have any, please write them in, please. We will always like if you send Mm -hmm. in a crazy story or funny story. Yeah, we will read it on the podcast. We have nothing to do. Like we're just out here. Yeah. Yeah. We're just out here with like we're out here running a podcast, having full time Mm -hmm. jobs. Jackie's in school basically full time. (laughs) But we have nothing to do but read your seriously. I live for like a good story. Yeah. It could be about honestly about anything. Yeah. Like just look back at our past episode topics. Send us stuff. stuff, Okay. Just please send us things. Okay. We're trying to make it big here and we need your help. We're going to mooch off of you guys. Let's just wrap it up. Okay. Um, (laughs) anyways. You know where to find us on Instagram, So Good So Far Podcast. Uh, you can find me at Jackie's Attic. You can find me at Nicole Pilgrim. And thanks so much. Do you think we should have like a tagline? Um, like when we say it's been so good so far. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I don't know. She was just like, like that's good the way reminder. The crumbles or something. <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. So that great tagline. Oh, you mean like a quote, like live, laugh, love? <laughs> Too blessed. Forget to, be to live, laugh, and love. Don't forget to live. Don't forget to live. The other two are okay if you don't if you don't remember First them. First and foremost, <laughs> definitely don't forget to live. Have a good rest of your week. Hopefully, see you next week. It's been so good, so, good so far. far.
nobody know, not nobody knows, but everyone who says it gets it from the sound on TikTok that is from Parks and Rec, where the guy is like straight to jail right away, right away. The Venezuelan guy. Yeah. Oh, you know, he's yes, like, yes. Yeah. He's like, uh-huh. he's like, you talk over someone straight to jail, playing music too loud, right to jail, right away. Driving too fast, <laughs> jail, too slow, jail. <laughs> And so then there's the sound of that is uh-huh. on TikTok. And then it's kind of like and then made it like, in its oh, way to the to vernacular. And I'm like, you guys don't get it. 